Grace here. We are just sitting down, talking story, and reflecting um, of this last, well, this year. If you hear this podcast next year, then it's last year. <laughs> but we just look back. We want to, I think, remember and be grateful of things, of what happened, and also maybe not so grateful of things that happen. Um, so just acknowledge every moment we're present um, and that those were a part of our life. And that's gonna be our, our episode. And mm-hmm. Liza, what are you up to? Um, well, as we're recording this, um, I'm spending the next few days um, working on all my final projects. Um, because I will be um, flying to LA for my birthday weekend. Um, So that's exciting, but I'm just very stressed out right now. But I know it's going to be worth it all in the end. I just need to suck it up and just like finish it. Because I don't want to do when I come back. That'll leave me only like three more days to work on my finals. And you don't want that. And I don't want to bring my laptop with me. Who knows? Someone could steal it. Oh my gosh. Well, that's exciting. I mean, you are always on the go, but this is your big birthday, right? 20, yeah, I'm 21. turning 21. Turning 21. Oh my God. Uh, what, what does it feel to be a few days before you turn 21? How are you going to celebrate a few days? A week before I turn 21. <laughs> well, I, the first thing that I need to do before I turn 21 is just to get in the Christmas spirit. I feel like that has helped me a lot with um, entering like the day of my birthday because when you just feel like everyone's love and cheer and joy, it just means so much more to me when it's on my birthday because. Um, it feels like the excitement and the gratitude and the love is just prolonged for the whole month. And I love that, especially with being born in December. Um, yeah. Let's turn it over to you. I know. Let's turn it over to you. We're talking too much about me. What have you been no, doing? I, just, I, I want to live vicariously through you being 21. <laughs> um, well, what have I, have I done to my for myself, I think, yeah, I hope I'm doing okay. You know, um, self-care is important for me, especially during this holiday season. Uh, you know, as you know, we went to see Beauty by Meg a few months ago or so and wow. get her appointment. So um, I'm making an appointment with her to see her next, next month in January. Um, and so I'm just looking at, like I guess time goes fast right speaking of time we're going to talk about that reflecting but there's so much spots that you you, it's like okay what happened during that time so what happened if that didn't happen it's like I just learned a a new uh, term sliding door like there's that movie with Gwyneth Paltrow and she missed her train so there's a basically the movie is like what if she did not miss her train <laughs> what could have happened so I feel like that's 
what my life has been like. I am in this train now, or I'm not in the train. Now this is what's happening. I have to learn to accept it. So uh, I try to learn not to regret. So that's what's happening with me right now is I don't want to regret. I don't want to mm -hmm. have regrets. Yeah. So living in the moment and doing self-care, um, et cetera. And I just got this to my friends. If you are listening, they gave me, my two friends gave me the same book called Jomo is Embrace the Joy of Missing Out. So what happened? Yeah. You did not get in that train. You missed out, but things can still happen. Yeah, joy of, embrace the joy of missing out. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. That's so interesting. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like a whole process, the joy of missing out. You, you yeah. take like, for example, we could even talk about this. What are your favorite books that you read this year? Oh, my goodness. I love that. Yeah. Um, actually, I am going off camera and reaching out a couple of things. Cool. So um, the Christmas presents that I'm getting for a couple of my friends, I actually went to Our Planet the other day during their... Um, what's it called like the sale not it wasn't black friday but it was like the whole weekend sale and there's like journals one of them is called rooted and the other one is harvest so it's like a weekly uh journal and i'm giving them to my friends so they could reflect um and there's an intention behind each of these things and why I'm giving it to each of them. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and with the whole thing about self-care, um, I just feel that I've, I always feel like I go through fear of missing out, but now with social media, making it a lot more harder for me, um, thankfully, the fear of missing out is now not super important to me. Like I could care less if people go out without me. But now the thing for me is like comparing myself to other people, whether that's success, body image or anything like that. Um, and that's just been getting to me um, more, it's been more heightened um, during this time of year when I'm more on my phone, I'm not as out as much. and. I, yeah, I don't know where I was going with this. I'm just rambling, but the whole thing about Jomo just sparked it. Um, it is just for me to grab these things that I got. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of interesting how you progress from like, you know, what I said, and then you pulled your two books. And I also mm -hmm. bought some books for my friends early uh, during Friendsgiving. I gave them some stuff from Our Planet. And uh, I just love those two girls and um, I can't oh. wait to see them again next time. I know. I'm so excited. Actually, I had a conversation with one of them as I was shopping and um, one of them is actually studying abroad in London next semester. And I was like, let me tell you everything. <laughs> this is so cool. Yeah. I just felt so, like. Which one? Which of the girls? I don't want to oh, see it you. Okay, tell me later, but I'll yeah, ask I'll them too. But okay, cool. I think 
we are, you know, uh, reflect, well, which we're reflecting here. Um, what would be your least favorite things that happened to you in this 2021 or then you're like more, most or appreciative or grateful or best thing that happened to you in 2021? And you want to start? Yeah, first, I'll go next. I can start. I have uh, my answer in mind. Um, Louis' favorite thing that happened in 2021 was just a lot of unexpected deaths that happened in the beginning of the year. Um, they were all um, from different things. And um, some of them were friends. Some of them were like um, my friend's family members. And there's just a lot. And I just like couldn't handle it. So that was a really big bummer um, to 2021. But an exciting thing, probably one of my favorite things um, of 2021 um, was just that one day I was at church and there was something that sparked up in me where I was like, oh my gosh, I want to learn more about the Bible, um, specifically like the history and discovering more about what um, the meanings behind all the stories in the Bible are rather than just reading it word for word. And when I had voiced that to a friend of mine, we actually started a connect group together or like Bible study. And we started this around, I think, late May, early June. And we've just been meeting every Thursdays um, since then. Um, and it, everyone who's in our group, uh, it felt like it was such an answered prayer to them because now we're kind of seeing the fruit from like what happened earlier um, where all of us wanted to grow in our faith um, from hearing from my pastor and people in leadership from our church. They're noticing each and every one of us specifically have just been um, doing well in their life, whether that's marriage, whether that's uh, school, whether that's um, taking on leadership roles, um, at the church or serving, um, that was probably one of the best things that happened. And I've also got to know more of one of my friends. Her name is Jessie. I love her so much. Um, she's taught me so much about um, how to be your age because we both share similar um, stories of we just attract being around older people as friends. We know where they come from. We understand what they um, mean and for us as people who are literally only 20 years old um, we kind of forget that we're young and we forget that we don't have to be in the same situations as them at that moment they're going through their own paths of life but both of us um, now have the opportunity to just have those girly talks to act like kids or not so like adultish um, and yeah those are my Worse than wow. that that happened. Yeah. So glad to to just <laughs> for you to be able to like express the death part because that's hard to mm -hmm. learn. And, and speaking of age, you know, you are young and the fact that a lot of your friends or your distant friends are dying, that's just mind-boggling. And it's yeah. it's you know, maybe at your age it's not so typical to go through that um, more, you know, it's more like common for people in our age 
um, to to witness death or to hear if someone died. Um, but yeah, uh, also I love your friends. Yeah, I love your gang there that you meet on Thursday. I think all of us need that, especially during this transition of 2021. Uh, they said that social goal is so is so important, and having that having your social friends outside. What does it mean to be sociable again? To do things together in your community. Um, that's hopefully everyone is transitioning okay and you know not too not too rough. But if if you do are looking for a transition, like social groups, like I guess Ohana groups or church groups or even community groups are so good with that. Um, I, I I truly believe just group itself is good, not necessarily big, big you know community, but like a smaller group that will just help each other out and do life on life together uh, during this transition is much needed. I'm so, I'm so happy you found that group. Thank you, yeah, I'm so glad too. Okay. Uh, what were the best and worst thing, things that happened um, in 2021 for you? Ooh, for me, 2021, the worst thing is just went too quick. Like, mm -hmm. um, I think for me to really still observe and absorb, uh, it has not been successful to really be in the moment. Uh, and I realized that's still probably could be the, not a worst thing, but I'm disappointed with that. Um, the fact that I'm not as present as I wanted to be uh, for myself, but I'm, I guess that's a good thing just to always look for improving yourself is to always be present. So that time doesn't fly and just, you have not, you know, go back and say, what just happened? But it, part of that, too, is like you forgetful, like, oh, my God, I forgot. So I'm disappointed that I'm forgetful of people's names, mm -hmm. people's faces. The fact that we're on Zoom, it's, you know, I'm that's my least favorite thing. <laughs> Having uh, we are actually recording on Zoom today just because it's convenient. But. If you don't have to, like, I don't like Zoom. That's my least favorite thing is meeting or having relational relationships through like a device. So that made me less more present. Um, number, I think as far as, yeah, that's kind of like my least thing is definitely meeting on Zoom. Um, and my most memorable and high part of 2021 is Tatiana's, of course, and Matt's engagement and uh, helping out and to be a part of their wedding plan and going through the process. So maybe God is just saying something, you know, that yes, time is moving forward, but how do you be a part of their wedding planning, but not, you know, not just making it to like planning, like planning, 
yeah. but more making it more relational. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're so. already starting the reflection part of this episode. You're so on it. Uh, I feel like with um, you having that excitement for Tatiana and Matt's engagement and planning their wedding, um, I feel like with where you're at in life right now, um, actually, just before this, everyone, we recorded our goal setting. So we had uh, Connie and Lena. So whichever one comes out first, um, we had this earlier conversation, but um, what is it? I feel like for you, you're such a giver. So now, given the age that you're at, maybe God um, is trying to say, like, you've done so much, but let's take a step back and start giving towards, like, the future. And that would be Matt and uh, Tati's marriage. Um, and even though you've lived, you are living a life where you're constantly giving, um, I feel like you're also so working on yourself as well but then maybe this is a moment where it's like okay there's no expectation for me there's no nothing like that um, I'm doing this because I want to and the whole planning thing doesn't have to be like I have to get this 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 and this done but it also comes from a place of like intentionality and that you want to do it so I mean that's what I kind of like vision for you during this time um thank you yeah. Oh my gosh. It just like already helped me. Oh, that's good. The word intentions. And mm -hmm. that's a big word for 2021 for me. Mm. So yeah, I think that, I mean, we, we went through a lot in 2021. Um, but yet we, we did something and we should remember whether you, you're a giver or whether you, your achiever, you know, we did, we did something. And now what does this mean? You know, uh, but yeah, I love that word intentions. And thank you for giving that statement, because it really made me think about what's my intention in this wedding planning. But so it's, it's like aligning right now, aligning as we end 2021, uh, it's like repeat is, you know, is 2022 repeating what happened of 2021? Like, of course, is there more Zoom? So I hope not. <laughs> I hope that we're going to see each other more and classes are going to resume in person, right? So that's going to be out of, so I just don't want to repeat my disappointment, um, you know, that now that I learned from 2021, you know, I want to be able to reflect what is it in 2021 that I could learn and not repeat itself, especially when it's the least favorite thing. So is there something that you learn in 2021 that I know you you're learning a lot from school, but what have you learned just this year that's something powerful or? Different? Yeah, so I feel like with 2020, last year um, and with the pandemic I was forced to like sit with my thoughts and um, going through it by myself was very difficult opening up to people opening up to the wrong people um, mm -hmm. hearing things that didn't sit well with me but I take it personally and I take it in with me um, and with 
2021, I made the decision to go into therapy. I really reflected on the people that I was surrounding myself um, with, um, recognizing my priorities um, and not taking everything that people say so personal. Um, most times, some of them probably didn't mean what they say. I'm not saying that everything that people have said to me is bad, but um, when I don't see um, when I don't see things the same way as they do, I feel like they're against me. But all this to say, I feel like my boyfriend has helped me a lot with this. He's helped me to like understand that, hey, like you're your own self and you need to work on yourself. Everyone else is just like people come and go, but you also have to really work on those relationships that you want to be like surrounded with. And you have to know what you're getting yourself into when those um, hiccups or problems with another person, um, how are you going to handle it? And yeah, there were some letting goes, there were some um, revisiting uh, friendships. And yeah, that was just, I feel like I'm unlocking a new thing every year. Um, and this year was just mainly about okay, so you've went through all of your emotional process. Now it's the time to do something about it. And I feel like the doing something for me was not so amplified, but it was very like within myself. Like if someone were to say, if you want to hang out and it's like 10 o'clock at night, but I know I have to wake up early the next day, having that discipline to say no. Um, or if I know, um, some of my friends are going to be drinking and I'm just like, wait, I don't think I will have a great time. Like saying no, but also being okay with saying no. I answered that in our writing prompt. Y'all will see that on Instagram. But yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I'm learning a lot socially. And yeah. About- especially yeah. a sociable person. I think learning mm-hmm. to say no is so hard, but uh, the fact that you've learned that in 2021, especially when people are starting to go back mm-hmm. of that in person, like you want to do everything and catch up with everyone. Um, but I, I, I do learn to like, I don't have to be everywhere at all the time, but I want to be somewhere using the word intentional again, like we're intentional of just maybe a couple that we want to spend like dinner with or uh, sometimes I even go, we talk about farmer's market and like, just go to farmer's market by myself. I'm okay with that. Like, I want to learn what I want to get for myself. I don't want to sometimes go and what they want to get. Like, I want to just be selfish. Um, so I love to, I just, le- I just learned that it doesn't have to be quantities, you know, the mm-hmm. friends that we go and do things or quantities of things we do even social things, but it's the quality and it's okay to do the same thing too. Like um, the same farmer's market every weekend, you know, by yourself or so lately we've been doing movies. So uh, I don't know if you guys remember, you know, back in before summer, we could, you, none of us really feel comfortable going to the theaters, but now we found out there's like the color theater is open and ward $10 Tuesday. So yeah, I want to see what I missed out in going to the movies. <laughs> so we've been watching a movie like once every other week. 
Wow. What was the last movie you watched? Okay. So uh, if you guys uh, heard probably the House of Gucci. Mm. House of Gucci is cool uh, from an acting and cinematography. And of course, Italy, uh, all those people, the, the actors, actresses and the director, Ridley Scott, you know, he goes into like definitely drama. He loves drama and there's a lot of drama in that movie. And I can't believe Robert liked it. So I was a little worried after we finished watching the movie. I said, honey, do you know who the main actress is? Do you recognize her? And he's like, no, who's that? I said, that's Lady Gaga. (laughs) What about you? Have you done anything at the movie theater? Have you guys gone or? I've never, I don't think I would ever go back just because, you know, eventually those movies will end up on some streaming platform and I'll watch it later. I don't know. I feel like I was just, yeah, I was never like a movie theater person, but if my friends are like, hey, let's hang out and watch a movie, then I'll say yes. But I haven't gone anytime recently, but I do want to go to the Kala one because it it's new and they renovated it. It's yeah. definitely cleaner. But what are your favorite? I guess now we can kind of talk about favorite movies of the holidays. I think we wanted to talk about that. Like, what are your favorite holiday movies? Do you have any favorite? Or oh my gosh, I feel like my favorite movie, uh, like Christmas movie, is just something that not a lot of people will think it's like a favorite Christmas movie. I love the Polar Express, just the whole like the song that they sing, um, this the boy not believing in like Santa Claus and Christmas, um, and then he's like, I believe, I believe, um, yeah. This story just gets to me, um, and yeah, I feel like I just every time I watch it, I feel like a kid inside the train going to see Santa. Uh, and then I just love how like in each of their tickets, it's like a word. And then it's like some letters are, uh, are shown, but then at the end of the movie, there's like one, uh, big word for them that they will take with them that they've learned or something like that. Those kinds of movies just like make me so happy. And I'm like, I love Christmas and it makes me cry and feely and stuff like that. It's a great um, the cartoon is just well made. Yeah. Story is deep. Tom Hanks, right? In I love Tom Hanks. Yeah, just like him playing so many characters in the movie. Yeah, I love obviously Christmas, mm-hmm. and I always thought like the Grinch is always kind of funny. There's like the humor to it, the Grinch, and then. Mm-hmm. It's the fact like, oh, you expect fluffy and nice things, but you see this, uh, you know, ugly (laughs) green thing, but that there's good news to the story. There's like, oh, there's the happy ending and bad things maybe happen because there's bad things that happen to that person, to the Grinch, right? And then because of the good things that the Grinch was introduced, then he turned to like, wow, he's actually a good person. And um at the end he's like such a giver yeah <laughs> yeah of everything 
like bad guy becomes good guy but not necessarily an antagonist he's the antagonist i'm the protagonist so he's the protagonist that was actually not a bad person but something happened when he was a kid Mm -hmm. um but from like a rom-com i love you know the holiday of course (sighs) that's just makes you feel like also butterfly in your tummy again um kind of a rom-com or just romantic movies so nothing happened nothing good this holiday movies that I think I don't see any holiday movies that's new that's good in the theater so oh I don't think it's yeah I don't think there's a Christmas movie in theaters I know there's like a couple on like streaming platforms and stuff. Streaming, still streaming. So I watched Maria, Mariah Carey's like Christmas <laughs> on Apple TV. I started watching it for a Christmas edition. Forgot how good she is in singing. She's good. Yeah, it makes you feel Christmassy. So if you guys mm-hmm. haven't host a party yet or about to host a party, hopefully you get to put on her Christmas CD and she has some good sharing. Uh, I was listening to her interview. It's when she wrote her favorite Christmas song, you know, all I want is you for Christmas. I mean, she's like so particular about the specific song that she kind of rewrite it, rewrite it, the the notes, the, the lyrics, and she just put so much effort and she wasn't even happy with it and now it's like the most played song around the world yeah that's so crazy I was just having a conversation with a person about I want to like sit like in a studio and like watch like an artist um like write their own music so it's so interesting that you said that when Mariah Carey wrote all I want for Christmas is, is you she was just like not satisfied with it but during the times where we're like no it's not our best work it's like so well known it's a timeless song it's still going to be well known throughout the next few decades I'm sure like for that yeah yeah she's pretty awesome and I I tend to listen to her songs is there a specific Christmas song that you like no actually I don't have a specific Christmas song except for like you know, all of those uh, holiday holiday carols and songs. I feel like every time uh, I think of Christmas, um, when I was in middle school and part of high school, I was in the Diamond Head Theater shooting stars. So every time during Christmas or nearing the holidays, we were learning Christmas songs, singing carols at different events, performing at CS, uh, performing at CS World, performing at Mariposa, um for their breakfast yeah and there's this one song I was like uh chosen to sing like for one of the Christmas and it was a Melekalikimaka and that was like my staple song for that year and I was like whoa so every time I think of Christmas I think of that and I guess that's the song that sticks out to me is Melekalikimaka yeah I'm glad I'm glad (laughs) I tend to forget that song and we live in Hawaii I know yeah so Robert mentioned like his favorite is uh, Willie Kay you know he already passed away he he mm-hmm. sang pretty high note and 
some of those um, song Holy Night, I think was mm-hmm. his, I, I now forget that is actually really one of my favorite Christmas song, Holy Night, um, other than Mariah Carey. So. <laughs> you go from the different spectrums, you're like all over Christmas. I think it's all Mariah Holy Night. And then this is the non-pop. Yeah, so re- going back to like our theme, I think January through, you know, we just want to remember what happened every month. Is anything sticking out? I believe that like summer we had, from a Wahiniko perspective, we had a change. And mm-hmm. uh, Liza, you kind of be, you know, maybe appointed to, but also chosen, and you accepted the fact that you want to lead season two of Wahiniko. Um, was there anything that like you want to reflect on that? Uh, I believe that there was a lot of a lot of things that you you want to go deeper with with mm-hmm. our season. Um, to uh, I just was listening to the first episode of Wahiniko season one, and I was like, wow! And that was remember our first uh, guest was um, from Vivi Collective. Mm-hmm. Mahina and I like totally forgot about that first episode if if you guys still haven't heard the first episode please do because it really established who why we did what we did and um also Mahina was trying to encourage us you know to be a part of the community and to to grow and preserve the culture and preserve uh, also the culture means like we have to go deeper and to get to know ourselves, who we are. And I hope the season two, we get into like a place or, uh, you know, space that we can offer that for us as the team members, but also maybe for those who listen and some of the less guest speaker that we have in season two. I, I, I want us to be able to say, okay, you know, we reflected on September till now. I know January till like May, we've had almost uh, maybe only twice uh, episode a month. And now we kind of move forward into one episode a week. So what, what could you say? What can you share about the season two that if you can reflect back on what? Yeah, so when I was thinking about season two um, and just my experience of like listening to podcast episodes, um, like understanding like who's talking, like being familiar with faces, uh, knowing the people behind the team, um, knowing who we are. um, I feel like that's just so important as a, for myself as a listener, like, uh, I don't know how I'm gonna listen to someone unless I know them um and with season one no I'm so thankful that we're able to have and met all those uh people whether it's on zoom or even in person um to interview them um and get to know what their business is or what they do for a living and why they continue to do the things that they do I feel like we've learned and um established our presence with uh Mana Wahine and with season two when I was uh thinking about as I was like in a way leading the leading the ladies along, uh, the whole thing about getting deeper is knowing who we are and uh, knowing where we stand as far as a lot of like women, um, 
like Hawaii women Instagram accounts, like what is it that we're going to be known for? And it was really interesting how we wanted to focus more on podcasts um, and ran with it. And we had an experience um, and an encounter with EO and we were able to record in person, um, met people, had guests and all that stuff. Um, and even learned from each of our, uh, each of the ladies, like what their interests are. And I feel like sustainability and bettering Hawaii and those types of things. Since uh, most of us are, most of us are locals. Um, some of them appreciate Hawaii so much that they just want to do whatever it takes to take care of um, the land. Um, yeah, those are just all the things that I've like thought about when uh, entering season two and I feel like we've done it it wasn't the way like I envisioned it because you know given the circumstances and um, people's availability and understanding that um, none of us get paid for this we're we're doing this out of our pure excitement enjoyment and um, for our passion project to continue to grow and it's just so nice that um, we've had people join us um, and then some of them left and we had a new person come in so it's so cool that um i get to surround myself around uh women that are from different parts of my life and that i get to learn more about them whilst um being able to um showcase that on our instagram and mm -hmm. listening to the podcast episodes all that stuff yeah right i i know i it it does feel that like there's some growth mm -hmm. with Wahiniko and then there's some deeper and then there's some passion, passionate moments um, because we talked about, you know, a little bit in the beginning of season two, uh, as far as this, this tourist, remember when we talked about like, yeah, come to Hawaii and I get into like really passionate moment. Um, it's almost awkward, but yeah, I think 2021 reflections for Wahiniko, uh, there's two seasons so far. And I think it's good to reflect back and know ourselves, know identity and know ourselves, who we are and, and before we go into what we want. Mm -hmm. What is it that we want uh, out of the Wahiniko um, or if anything out of 2022, you know, what, what is it that we want so reflection and to be grateful for me is I just want to say the the 2021 is I'm so great just like you that we have people even in season two that are no longer in season I'm sorry in season one but no longer in season two I'm grateful to have them a part of our season and I can always listen to those episodes where when Laseho was there or Chloe um, you know, our beginning stages to appreciate. And we even had, like you said, great guest speaker, guest speaker. So I'll, I'm grateful that we were able to get those great, awesome speakers, guests, etc. And I'm grateful that we're open to having in-person with EO and trying it out. Um, even though it's inconvenient sometimes, you know, it's more convenience to, to just turn on your Zoom and record but it, it does sound much better if you record in person and it just looks like it's legit. So um, yeah, so I'm grateful for EO to give us that opportunity. Um, and 
makes me think like, what is it like going to be 2022? I know there's a possibilities of putting us on YouTube. We're working on new logo and hopefully that's gonna come out in 2022. But we have done, I think very good topic, great topics and some and passionate topic. And, and I'm just grateful to be able to get into some not fun topic and some fun topic. And that's just, you know, the part of us. And I hope that even though the recording is not perfect, but at least the topic is, is a good topic to talk about. So I'm grateful for our topics. <laughs> good. Yeah. I was just like thinking about this, uh, the other day when, um, like trying to figure out what topics we should talk about for this coming um, month or for this month for the end of the year and just hearing the conversations we've had um, and just the fluidity of it I don't know if it clicked when we started getting to know one another or maybe just with practice uh, we understand that not all podcast episodes need to be about interviewing um, where you have like a guest speaker where like they're very knowledgeable about their um, field and we're there to ask questions and have conversations. But now as all of us ladies are around with each other, we can have conversations where it's so, um, it just flows well. And like when I'm listening to episodes as it comes out, because I'm not in every single episode, I'm like, wow, like, like when I listen to Tati and uh, Lena, when they're talking about Gilmore Girls, I was like, wow, that's so, like, that's kind of the type of feeling that I wanted to capture uh, when I was thinking of season two, because the uh, podcast episodes I listen to, it's so conversational. It's so, like, they, I could tell that they know each other well, that they have so much to talk about, and that's kind of what I wanted us to wow. um, work on as well, um, and, and I feel like that's just prepared us, because when we've had Shelly and we've had uh, other, when we had Meg, it was like, okay, like we know what we're talking about because we know how to bounce off of each other's like mm. conversations and ideas. Um, and it just doesn't seem like it's popcorn question, answer. No, you answer. Wait, no, I'll ask the question next. It wasn't so cookie cutter, but now we're understanding what it's like to record and formulate our answers quick you know what I mean versus we would have to like write it out and then say it I don't know right. I remember that like um I know Connie's not here and when she first joined and <laughs> reflecting back on her first time she was a little bit nervous and that is how it is like in the beginning all of us we don't you know we like you said Liza we just like we have to learn how to be just quick with mm -hmm. our answer or, you know, how we all had to work on our introduction and we're not mm -hmm. comfortable with our concluding, you know? And um, so I think that's that's so true. Like we're now getting to know each other's um, sort of like learning curve and, um, you know, what our nervous part of the, doing the podcast and now that like, wow, Connie, you're just finishing up on season two, you made it. Right. I know it's so interesting and like yeah Connie's just come such a far away like um with her 
in the beginning, like obviously she had such great, um, what's it called? Ideas and topics and conversations, but like now just letting it like flow. Um, I'm from what I feel is like with everyone, the whole anxious and nervousness, it's kind of like gone down. And when we don't know what we're saying, like, so say if like I'm rambling and I'm like, wait, I don't know what I was going with it. That's fine. Like, I don't feel any less of that or feel like, oh no, like I just did something wrong. The episode is bad because I didn't know what I was saying. Like, it doesn't matter, which is so cool. Cause that makes us human. It makes us like, yeah, we mess up or yeah, I don't know. I now like I'm rambling. <laughs> I like it. I like that you did find that, that to be human and to just sound like we're not always perfect with our answers. It's, it's like part of season two. Um, so yeah. Um, I just want to, you know, make my last reflection and you can make your last reflection of 2021. Um, my last comment about 2021 is that Thank goodness we have vaccine that everyone probably even get vaccinated more than twice and get <laughs> like you did. Um, thank God that I, you know, I feel comfortable about getting the vaccine because I wasn't uncomfortable. Right. And I didn't have any allergies if, you know, if I was so scared that I overcome the fear of certain things that come into my body Mm -hmm. and to trust, you know, it was huge just to be able to trust what the government tell you. Um, And because we have been free, like we've been, we haven't been making like, you know, new changes as far as choices of what goes in our body. It's always been the same. And all of a sudden there's this new vaccine, like, oh, now we have to do something different. So I overcome my fear. um, So I think 2021 is a lot about knowing my fear uh, that also accepting them, but you don't have to like surrender to your fear. You, you can listen to other people and, and accept their advice and, mm-hmm. and then talk to them about your fear. And hopefully they give you a good advice where you can change your mind and because it's for your improvement, for your better uh, self right to protect yourself whether it's vaccine or um wearing a helmet when you bike I don't know but just kind of like different things so you know I guess less prideful to more courageous and less prideful so that's what I said I want to say about my uh, last statement of reflecting to this year um yeah I guess like some concluding statements of my 2021 is being vocal I feel like when I was younger and even in high school um I wasn't afraid to like uh go first and talk in class or um try this new opportunity I feel like there was like a curious Liza at that time and somehow during college and during the pandemic I we're just so lost in my thoughts that I'm like, okay, now I can't do anything anymore. It's not possible for me to do X, Y, and Z. And with 2021, um, having to have gone through that emotions in 2020 and being able to make those action steps, like, 
I'm going to make the decision to go into therapy. I'm going to make the decision to go into grad school. That was a big step that I never thought I would ever take. Yeah, I knew I was going to graduate early, but I didn't think I would go into my grad uh, for my grad degree like so soon. And everything that just aligned as far as like being able to have a job at UH to having my tuition like covered and having all these opportunities and being able to balance school and um, like live out the vision that I had for season two of Wahineko to learning more about the Bible and um, knowing more about myself, surrounding myself with people that I could be um, like my age um, was just so many things that I never thought of um, that I could ever experience. Like I always thought that, oh, I'm mature for my age. That's just what I'm going to be known for. Wise is always going to be the person that's uh, mature for her age. And that's why she hangs around with all of these uh, older people than her. But being able to be like, yeah, I'm mature, but I'm also able to hang around these people, even though I don't seem um to be on their kind of like same wavelength most times um it just felt it just feels very nice to be like yeah like I could just go and hang around with people and uh, my age and just be able to be a college person like I am so yeah enjoy your sort of moment and your season yeah. speaking of that well I am um, Pleased to have been a part of your life. And thank you for letting me be a part of the older crowd, Liza. <laughs> but I can also tell you guys, I am not as old as you think I am because I love to hang around with young people. So it, it really motivates me to think differently, to see their perspective. So thank you for sh showing your perspective the season two. Uh, for all of the Wahiniko, thank you for showing and sharing your your opinions uh, and, and your identity and um, just keep growing. And I hope that even in season, whatever the next season, whenever we start the next season, that uh, it's okay. Season two, we did it. Like, so let's just say good job. Yay. So thank you, everyone. Bye for now.